you know, to, to Celine's point about prayers, you're right. I was I was praying when he started reloading that shotgun that there weren't going to be more bodies. And you know what? If we're at a position in our society where all we can offer each other is prayers, then where are we? This is going to be a story for how many days? Less than a week. People will forget about us after a week. Um, I honestly didn't even expect to be talking with Anderson Cooper today. I thought people would get like a Apple News notification and they would just blow it off like like what happens to everybody. I reported on, on Pulse when Pulse happened. I'm, I went to school in Florida and um, I remember being so upset hearing about the victims who were texting their families um, and there I was sitting under a desk texting my parents telling them that I loved them and I just I just don't know what I want right now right but I'm gonna need more than a couple days of news coverage and some thoughts and prayers because our whole lives have been shattered and so thanks for your prayers but I couldn't give a fuck about them if there's nothing else. What the hell is that? What would you say you do here? It's Stone's Weekly Dose. Very hard to say my name correctly. Like Brian. Yeah, Brian. What's your deal, man? Your midweek download destination. I like his style. It's a sort of casual elegance. I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. Mic drop. Turn off the podcast. It's Stone's Weekly Dose. And note to self, don't die or get shot to death. By a lunatic with a gun or several of them. Note to self, got my pen out, I'll write it down right here. Note to self, do not get shot by a lunatic with a gun. Oh, hello everybody, how are you? Thanks for finding the show. Day early, July 3rd, 2018, it's the Weekly Dose. The Stone on Air podcast is on. It's a little bit of a different show today. I might actually do two podcasts this week. I decided to release this one a day early because I didn't want it to get lost in the shuffle of the 4th of July. And I would like to potentially do another podcast on Thursday of this week on the 5th. That's not a guarantee yet. I've got to finish up some editing to make that possible. And I'm not sure I'm going to get around to that, but I might be able to get around to it. Because um, I don't have the 4th of July off. The 4th of July is just Wednesday, July 4th <laughs> to me. It's just another day uh, of the work week in the beer business. It very rarely closes, only for a couple of holidays a year. This is, uh, by the way, the supposed for-profit uh, venture known as the Stone On Air Podcast. Thank you for finding the show. If you're a newcomer, which I'd like to think there are new people listening to this show every single day. I'm not fooling, uh, foolish enough to believe that there truly absolutely is, but I'd like to think that. But anyway, so I'll have the fourth off. That'll give me all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday to continue going through audio. Now, the first segment here, I'm going to talk about the Capitol Gazette shooting. I know it was last week, but part of the reason for talking about it now proves a point about it being a week ago. I'll get to that here in a minute. I got some audio from the president. I've got some audio from uh, the, the reporters we just heard from that we'll revisit and uh, a couple other pieces of audio. I've got my uh, my, my hotkey 
uh, iPad back up and working, and uh, I have a lot of fun with that. So I can just start. My government. Those people right hit, there. You know, hitting people. buttons. This is called the I hit every button. So it's a lot of fun to play with, and uh, just to give you an idea of how that works. So we'll get to that here in a minute. But what I'm doing over the next couple of weeks is I'm I'm dedicating about two thirds of the show to two different people, two people that are iconic radio talk radio host in this city and two of them that are not on the air right now and have no regular recordings or podcasts or uh, any kind of content creation or distribution system at this point will that change into the future it might i don't know those conversations have not been had yet but maybe someday they will those two people are robert t nash and jeff styles and you know jeff's story recently he's off the air right now indefinitely i hope they fire him I've now changed my mind that I hope they fire him so me and him can put together a podcast together and, and, and capitalize on the new media distribution that is real. Now, he might not believe it, and some people out there listening to this right now might not even believe it, but there is a market out there. There's a way to make money doing this. You just need a network. You need, you need, peop- you need a strong uh, presence, and I like to think that everybody loves everything I say. I know that's not true, and I'm not that strong enough presence, at least not yet. Jeff is Robert T. Nash is. And um, so those are conversations I have later on in, um, you know, into the year and in the next year. I mean, it's a long process. It's not something you do overnight or in a, over a one week's period of time. But every old asshole walking around has got a podcast now. It's kind of funny. Two years ago, I started doing this after getting fired by Talk Radio 1 to 2.3, which I'll tell you how that's going to start sounding here in a minute. Give me two seconds. Uh, about the only person in town that had a podcast. There was about one or two, three others. Now there's like 200 of them. I mean, just everywhere somebody's got a podcast. And good for you and good for them. And good for anybody doing that. It's, it's a more the merrier. And then nobody, I don't have any competition out there. Nobody does what I do. Nobody does anything like what I do. So it's not like, oh man, somebody might choose that other podcast instead of mine. Yeah, that podcast isn't even kind of like this one. So I say more the merrier. But so I'm going, to, I've dug up from some old flash drives, a bunch of hours of audio from both Jeff and Robert T. Nash. And I'm just going to cut them up to where they make sense and play them back for the next couple of shows. I'm still working on RTN, so I will not have him this week, but I have two full segments of Jeff Styles from two years ago with two callers. It's about 25 minutes long talking about the president's, you know, the, 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 um, the campaign Trump had recently uh, secured the nomination for the for the GOP, and so that's where we were about two years ago, exactly. Actually, summertime, 2016. It's two full segments. That's going to be the final two thirds of the show. So, if you want to listen to Jeff Styles this week in July 2018, the only place you're going to do it is right here on this podcast, and I'll get it to uh, to you in the next segment and for the duration of the show. At that point, speaking of Talk Radio 102.3, I'm going to hit the button now. All right. So from now on. Well, now I'll turn it off. So from now on, when you hear Talk Radio 102.3, it'll sound like this. Sounds pretty dumb, right? So I have this thing enabled that anytime you hear that, it'll now sound like this. Anytime you hear WGOW from this point on, as I click that, it'll now sound like this. And anytime I say the talk monster... From this point on, flip the switch, it'll now sound like this. So anytime you hear something that sounds awful and flipped and reversed and all garbled up, that means you know I'm talking about 
just to let you know how this is going forward. Why? Oh, I don't know. Why the hell not? I think it's subsided. So I hope as the, uh, the as the show is being recorded here Monday evening, uh, there's some numb nuts here at East Ridge are already shooting off fireworks on the 2nd of July. So I think it's calmed down. They're not doing it anymore. So if you hear any popping in the background, that might be rednecks and their fireworks, man. Easily entertained idiots by a couple of sparks up in the sky. I mean, killer fireworks are one thing, but, you know, bottle rockets. Woo! Hey, look at that. It just exploded. Yeah. I'm in East Ridge, so. And that's not just an East Ridge thing. It's all over the Southeast. It's ridiculous. Anyway, on to the opening segment of the show. One of the big points made by those two reporters that were talking to CNN on the front end of the show that was the most important part of this situation with this shooting at the newsroom is, uh, and I just kind of thought thought of this just now going into to the starting the recording of this, was, was this exact point. This is going to be a story for how many days? Less than a week. People will forget about us after a week. And people have not forgotten about it after a week. But now in true America overreaction and Twitter and Facebook reaction world, the thing that matters the most and the headline today is, let me just go ahead and pull it up so I can read it verbatim. The headline from the Baltimore Sun is Trump declines request to lower flags in memory of Capitol Gazette shooting victims. And, of course, that sounds in poor taste, but that doesn't matter. That's not where the flag is positioned on a pole is the least damn thing that any of us need to be worrying about. But, of course, no, that's the headlines today. Nothing that matters. Nothing that needs to be um, followed up on policy-wise. Nothing that needs to be done security-wise anywhere. Nothing except for... Where is a flag positioned on a pole? Just as much as the thoughts and prayers she doesn't care about, I don't care about where the flag on a damn pole is. Thanks for your prayers, but I couldn't give a fuck about them if there's nothing else. And so there's things we need to focus on more than others at times. And while, no, people have not forgotten about this less than a week later, we're still just completely focused on all the wrong things. And Republicans, especially around here, we're outraged. When the flags were not lowered in uh, 2015 here uh, at the White House for the uh, shooting here over on Amicola Highway. Just as mad as they could be. Oh, my God. This is the worst guy ever. What an awful president. What a terrible person. I hate that guy. He's the worst. Screw him. He's the worst. He's ruining America. He's Hitler. I hate him. Before I get to the important part of this segment, the thoughts and prayers part, President Trump, shortly after that shooting last week. I'd like to address the horrific shooting that took place yesterday at Capitol Gazette Newsroom in Annapolis, Maryland. This attack shocked the conscience of our nation and filled our hearts with grief. Journalists, like all Americans, should be free from the fear of being violently attacked while doing their job. To the families of the victims, there are no words to express our sorrow for your loss. Horrible, horrible event, horrible thing happened. When you're suffering, we pledge our eternal support. This suffering is so great. My government will not rest until we have done everything in our power to reduce violent crime and to protect innocent life. We will not 
ever leave your side. So our warmest best wishes and regrets. Horrific, horrible thing. Thank you. I got to give him this. I got to give him this. At least he didn't say thoughts and damn prayers. Horrific. What did he say? Uh, regrets and in our hopes and prayers. Whatever the hell it was, at least for once, it wasn't thoughts and prayers. He did have one very important uh, uh, little slice out of that, too, I thought was worth replaying. My government will not rest until we have done everything in our power to reduce violent crime and to protect innocent life. Okay. All right. What is that? What are we going to do? What is your government? What Donald Trump uh, uh, calling it his government? What what is what are you going to do with your government? Continue to go after uh, the free press like you always do, attacking them? Is that what is that going to make us safer? Those people right up there with all the cameras, they are the worst. Those very dishonest people back there, absolute dishonest, absolute scum. We have a very crooked media. It's time to expose the crooked media deceptions. It's frankly disgusting the way the press is able to write whatever they want to write. I've never seen more dishonest media. They're bad people. And I really think they don't like our country. The media deserves a very, very big, fat, failing grade. They are the enemy of the people. I would never kill them. But I do hate them, and I, I, some of them are such lying, disgusting people. It's true. So I've said it before in the past, and I mean it very, very much, and I am not overly uh, being dramatic here. I think that a free, the free press is the most important thing to a democracy. It is the most important, the single most important effective way to heed tyrannical control dictatorships, uh, totalitarian governments, those kinds of things. Without somebody out there watchdogging it, we are doomed, no matter how good you think that a freedom or a free land could be. Without somebody there to checks and balance it every day, every minute, around the clock, people will abuse powers, especially when you give them the freedom to do so. And I talk often about uh, shootings, mass shootings, terrible, terrible situations like that, that don't ever bother me all that much as far as from an emotional level. A church shooting, don't go to church, not worried about getting shot at a church. A school shooting, I don't go to school. I don't have kids in a school, not concerned about getting shot at a a school. Uh, A movie theater shooting, wouldn't go to a movie theater if you paid me a hundred bucks to do it. Not going to get shot at a movie theater. So you see my point, but a newsroom, I've been in newsrooms. I've been in the Chattanooga Times free press newsroom several times here. See, see what I mean? It's going to sound like that from now on. They had what was some semblance of a newsroom. Other radio stations I've worked at in the city had something that could be considered a news gathering area. I've been in these places before. And that does scare me and it concerns me. And so when Donald Trump says my government will not rest until we have done everything in our power to reduce violent crime and to protect innocent life. Okay, what does that mean? What are you going to do? Because you're sure as hell not going to do anything about guns because your your base, your red meat Trump bro base reacts to this. If we had people where the bullets were going in the opposite direction, 
right smack between the eyes of this maniac. If some of those wonderful people had guns strapped right here, right to their waist or right to their ankle, and this son of a bitch comes out and starts shooting, and one of the people in that room happened to have it and goes boom, boom. You know what? That would have been a beautiful, beautiful sight, folks. That would have been a beautiful, beautiful sight. So don't let them take your guns away. And believe me, you put me in there. We're going to save that Second Amendment. We're going to save your guns. They're not going to take away your bullets. They're not going to shorten up your magazines. They're not going to do anything. We're going to preserve it and we're going to cherish it. And that's what we have to do. So what is it? How do we keep everybody safe? We arm everybody. Everybody walks around with guns. We mandate that you have a weapon, a, a gun of some sort on you at all times. Is that is that how we keep things safe? Of course, that's a South that's a South Park episode we just heard. That guy's president of the United States. That's a South Park episode we just saw. Rabble, 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 rabble. All right, enough about that. So on to the thoughts and prayers as I put the wraps on this here shortly and get to the final two-thirds of the show with Jeff Styles from two years ago. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and damn prayers. Are we not Are we not tired of this by now? I'm going to need more than some thoughts and prayers. The reporters that were on with CNN the other day. If we're at a position in our society where all we can offer each other is prayers, then where are we? I mean, we got one, on one hand, I'm going to keep everybody safe. I got another hand, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scream to everybody, make sure... Everybody gets a, a gun. We're all getting a gun. You get a gun, and you get a gun. And you, I, I mean, what? which one is it? This is going to be a story for how many days? Less than a week. People will forget about us after a week. Or less than a week later, all we're going to do is argue about where a flag should be positioned on a pole. Where is the flag on the pole? I'm mad now. I'm mad. I don't know where the flag is on the pole. This is dumb. No, what's dumb is, is that even even the people who don't want to hear the thoughts and prayers thing are still now even arguing about the wrong things. Thanks for your prayers, but I couldn't give a fuck about them if there's nothing else. Yeah, and I couldn't give a blank about the, the thoughts and prayers or where the flag is positioned on a pole. People got to stop this. I mean, it just if you see somebody do it, just 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 kindly say... Listen, you come across a little bit inconsiderate and condescending, really, when you say that, because nobody is actually doing it. You might think about it for a minute. People are not walking around praying about it. They're just not. They're not. Thanks for your prayers, but I couldn't give a fuck about them if there's nothing else. And it's it's becoming comical, literally comical. Anthony, just how do you say this guy's name? Jaselnik? Anthony Jaselnik. On thoughts and prayers. This is who I'm making fun of when I make a joke on Twitter the day of a tragedy. The people who see something horrible happen in the world and they run to the internet and they run to their social media, their Facebook, their Twitter, whatever they got, and they all write down the exact same thing. My thoughts and prayers. Do you know what that's worth? Fucking nothing. You are not giving any of your time, your money, or even your compassion. All you were doing. All you were doing is saying, don't forget about me today. Lots of crazy distractions in the news right now, but don't forget how sad I am. Those people are worthless and they deserve to be made fun of. They're like a wedding photographer who only takes selfies. 
It's so good. It is so, so, so right and so real and so good. Thanks for your prayers, but I couldn't give a fuck about them if so there's nothing else. It's time to stop with the thoughts and prayers thing. If nothing else, come up with your own unique, creative situation. Encourage others to if to if you if you need to to say something on a social media, that's fine. That's okay. But let's 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 at least I mean, if nothing else, for just this gratification, the satisfaction. Of be, of being able to put something out that you didn't already read fifty times over again on one of these social medias, just to say I am an individual who who does things differently than everybody else, which I wish everybody would strive for. Just something else, anything. You're in my mind, okay? Just anything, because thoughts and prayers is rude. Saying thoughts and prayers is inconsiderate. Saying thoughts and prayers is is not showing compassion. Because it's bullshit. It's not real. It's not actually happening. And everybody knows it. Thanks for your prayers, but I couldn't give a fuck about them if there's nothing else. So let's let's just try. Let's work together and stopping this. Because here's another thing, too. If you can't come up with anything or you, you're having a conversation with people and you're trying to encourage people, you know, if you can't come up with anything other than just the same old thing over and over and over again, just don't put anything. Just go post on something else. Go post on something that doesn't mean anything because I can promise you that nobody's sitting around waiting. Haven't heard what Jill said today about the shooting at the newspaper, sitting here waiting all day, see what if she's got thoughts or prayers or not. That's not happening. Nobody cares who is or isn't posting on anything. Have something interesting to say or shut the fuck up. Thanks for your prayers, but I couldn't give a fuck about them if there's nothing else. But there is an app I found out here recently that is just for the person who's got to be involved, who's got to make sure that they're the center of attention when everything going on around them doesn't have a damn thing to do with them, and it's a new app that you can download. Are you feeling sad and overwhelmed by the state of the world? Do you also like drawing attention to yourself with the least amount of effort possible? Then we have the app for you. Introducing TP, the Thoughts and Prayers app. Awesome. How does it work? Just download it to your phone. Then once a tragic event occurs somewhere in the world, TP will post thoughts and prayers on your behalf for all of your friends and family to see. Cool. There's been a mass stabbing in New York and my thoughts and prayers were automatically posted. I feel like a better person and I didn't have to do anything. And you'll never have to again. Forget about cumbersome donations or boring policy changes. With TP, screaming into the void has never been easier or better for your ego. Now, it seems like everyone is sharing their thoughts and prayers, but I want to show that mine are more important. How can we do that? You can sign up for TP Premium at $39.99 a month. For the price of a mere 5,200 Poke Coins, TP Premium will shoot your posts to the top of social media feeds and post your thoughts and prayers first, before anyone else's. Wow, I can't wait for the next school shooting. And neither can we, because TP Premium also gives each of your posts an automatic 1,000 likes. <laughs> Finally, a way to help that also helps me. Hey, there was a bombing in Turkey, but TP didn't post for me. What happened? Stuff like that happens all the time in those countries. We want to pay attention to important civilized places. Plus, you and your friends don't even know where Turkey is. No. No. I don't. Thoughts and Prayers app. When you want people to know that you care. Go to the same place that you downloaded the Stone On Air podcast through Google Podcasts if you're using the best podcasting app, which that's what I believe is, and download the TP 
app. My name is Brian. This is the Stone on Air podcast, a weekly dose for July 3rd. There is only one place in this city that you can hear two segments up to 25 minutes or so of Jeff Styles, and that's where you're listening right now, the Stone on Air podcast from two years ago. I'll set it up when I get back next. Jeff Styles for the rest of the show coming up next. Thanks for your prayers, but I couldn't give a fuck about them if there's nothing else. Hearts and thoughts, they fade, fade away. Hearts and thoughts, they fade, fade away. Hearts and thoughts, they fade. Now back to more. Stone on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Stoneonair.com. Welcome back to the show. We have all been here before. Deja vu. If I had ever been it before, I would probably know just what to do. Don't you? Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. From the album of the same name. 19... What was that 1970? Was that 1969? Might have been 69. And I feel... And I... I appreciate uh, all the tweets and shares and likes and listens and downloads. It's been it's been pretty. Uh, I don't know what the right word is um, exciting. I guess listenership has been up through the roof the last couple of weeks. But that tends to happen when I talk about local people of prominence, anyway. And Robert T. Nash will be featured on the show a lot over the next couple of weeks. Jeff Styles will be featured today and uh, one, probably one more time. Turns out I didn't have as much Jeff material as I hoped. Of course, I, I for anybody who is a new listener, Jeff Styles, 26-year uh, talk radio host in the city, one of the more iconic uh, names in media in this city in the last uh, quarter century. And he's arrested for a road rage incident. He's stupid as hell situation. He might get fired. He might not. I kind of hope he does so me and him can start a podcast together and steal all that advertising from that radio station here get ready for the for the for the filter here the old we don't know what you dare cost so anyway he can't be heard anywhere because he's not working and for the next i don't know how long this runs 26 27 28 minutes or so over the course of two segments back in the late summer of 2016 so damn near two full years ago we had a couple of callers in the early part of the show, and this was the Jeff Styles that I grew up listening to. The guy was aggressive. The guy was um, was informed. The guy made perfect. Well, he made a lot of sense a lot of the time. I won't say perfect sense all the time. That's certainly not true. Um, even if you didn't agree with him, you could the the sharp wit and the way to to formulate on the fly takes if you will or rebuttals or conversational or debating and arguing whatever whatever environment it was i feel like sometimes i can do what he does but i have to really really prep and plan for it he just does it it just happens it just flows he just comes up with it as he goes without any real preparation it's very impressive to watch and for many many years i got to sit there and watch it 
Now, unfortunately, a lot of the times Jeff takes the day off. Like he's there talking, but he took the day. His mind checked out a long time ago. And over the course of the better part of a half decade, even when I was still working there, his mind would check out often. And it was frustrating because you had a brilliant brain in there that just didn't feel like working. But when he did feel like working, he was one of the best. And for the first 10, 15 years of his career, he felt like working all the time because the industry was different and he couldn't lay down and take a segment off. He had to work harder because it was a more competitive business. Now it's not. He goes by name recognition more on anything, and uh, and it works for him. And I love him to death. And this is two segments, two different callers. First segment, one caller. Second segment, another caller. One of the callers does it the wrong way, which it actually it added to the entertainment value of the first segment. And then the second caller did it more of the way we would like it, more of a discourse that adds to the entertainment of the second segment. This is Jeff Styles on his radio show on that radio station here with Neil Wiesner on Wade Aircraft back in the summer of 2016 on the Stone on Air podcast. The World According to Fred, a mystical, mythical talk show. Muse. Jeff Styles and Fred the Show. Only on here with Neil Wiesner on Wade Aircraft. 1106. All right, Paul's hung on. I want to get back to him fairly quickly before I lose him. Um, Paul. Here, yes, sir. Here's the deal. You just you were saying I'll give you all the time in the world. You said that uh, there, I'm doing the same thing. I'm accusing him of doing. I'm not running for president, and I think it is a very accurate comparison. America, you don't feel good about America now. I don't feel good about America now. He wants to make America great again. Um, that we're 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 down. We want to get back to where we were. We have uh, people to blame. There are numerous groups of people and situations to blame, fellow Americans being among them. And we have a rabid population so hungry for feeling better about themselves that they're willing to do just about anything. The scenario is set up. It is so similar. And a charismatic person with no political experience but a great orator and a great public relations guy, a great marketer, comes along and sells himself to the American people, says on the record he doesn't really care about the Constitution. He's going to do things his way, his way or the highway. I, that's Why would that not frighten you? Well, for one thing, we are not a dictator, run by dictators in this country. Neither was Germany up until then. Uh, they didn't have the system we have. No, we that's have a true. Congress. And we have a judicial system. I mean, we talk about the last six years of this president did nothing. They did absolutely nothing. Which is preferable to to something going in the wrong wrong direction. Okay, what's going to change? I don't know. Nothing. Nothing's going to change. Hey, you know what? He got on Anderson Cooper yesterday, and that gentleman did not completely tell the story. Who, who completely said, tells the story? A lot of us don't want a bunch of change. Negotiate. A lot of us don't want a bunch of change. I mean, that's what, what, what Obama Obama said: change, 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 and, and you, you got don't change. Want change? No, but you no, don't he want change in this country. Well, you just Poverty. Obama Obama said change. I'm going to give you change, and he gave you change. Obama didn't give us anything because Republicans wouldn't vote for it. Well, anything. no, I mean, I mean, he completely revamped the health care system. It was a disaster. But that was while he had control of the Congress. It was a disaster. I mean, so I mean, I mean, in 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 hang gliding, there's this thing called zero sync, 
I'd rather be in zero sync waiting for the next thermal to come along than chasing something and ending up being on the ground and my flight being over. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, change is not always great. Electing a non-politician so we can get something different, well, you know, something different might be the wrong thing. It, trust well, me, it can't get worse. in four years. It can't get worse. And in four years, what, that's what's amazing. What's going to get worse? He's not going to be able to do anything without the support of Congress. Well, he's got the support of Congress I mean, he right isn't. now. He can make executive things, but look well, at what Obama's done. Nothing. His executive orders have done nothing. Well, I, I all I can tell you is this, is a lot can change in four years. Matter of fact, the way we vote can change in four years. Well, that's uh, up to the states. Well, it's actually, I mean, if we have somebody with a strong enough personality and people who are willing to follow them, and all they have to do is say, if you don't agree, it's, it's, you're either with us or against us. I'm against you because I don't like the, the methods you're using. I want America to be great again, but I don't like the methods. But I am now the enemy. America's so you're, already so you great. you come after me. America I, I, I is just, great. I, you're really giving the American people a, a lot of, you know, I'm sorry. We're not stupid. Well, then have we gotten to where we are? What? And you got to remember that Hitler <laughs> no, took over a Germany that was just defeated in a war. Yeah. And and people, we're, we're, Americans are different people than this. Have we? Did we win the war in Vietnam? Have we won the war on terror? We, have we won the war on poverty? Have we won the war on drugs? Did not say that? We haven't won no. anything? No. We've lost American lives and accomplished Nothing. Well, go out you on his ass, saying Americans aren't stupid. Americans aren't that bad. I'm saying Americans are are smart enough to be assured that to we elect, do not have a dictator. To elect Barack Obama. And what he said yesterday on Anderson Cooper about the waterboarding was that he would have to change the law. He said he would bring back waterboarding and much, much worse. I think we need to use waterboarding. And much, much do. worse. Of, of course, course you do. Uh, the thumb screws. Uh, I, now, I'm, how can, now, I hear Brian back there, of course. No, excuse me, Stone. Yeah. Uh, and I say to him, if you watched Anderson Cooper. I did last night. We are in, we are in a war with Muslims and no, we're no, in, no, we're, no, we're, no. we're not in a we're in a war with they, people, a lot of people, so people who, who, who happen to be they Muslims. Drowned them, they shot them in the back of the head. And we're, we're and so we need to we need to follow enough. their. All right, now, Paul, we're, we're getting to that point. We're, we need to follow their example. They're glowing at the shining example. Waterboarding isn't shooting somebody in the back. No, no, of no, the no, head. no. It, it is torture. It is torture, though. Sure. And, and everybody, well, and every, and he's not, bring, he wants to bring that back and much, much worse. That we can the Japanese did a lot of things in World War II that we find horrific. The Germans did a lot of things in World War II that we find, you know, absolutely horrific. I mean, we won't even use the medical information that could be helpful to us because of the way it was gotten. Uh, do you argue that we should have gone in that direction? All I'm saying is that that we are in a war with. Bad guys. Islamic fundamentalists. Yes. Right? Yes. Radical jihadists. Yes. yes. All right. Not if, Muslims. If one person is waterboarded and <sighs> saves one Christian, what's your answer to that? 
I don't think in God's eyes it makes it any difference. What's your I don't care what your religion is. Well, I don't care what your religion is. What what, do, what difference if, if it if it's a Christian or a non-Christian or agnostic? Are we Americans or are we Christians now? In my mind, this this country and our Constitution was founded on Christian It's not my answer. Nice are we are we arguing for Americans or for Christians? Because if you're going to tell me that Donald Trump is a Christian then we definitely, we have no reason to continue to discuss anything. He, he's fighting for, in my mind, show me, show me his Christian value. Christian show belief. me his Christian value. Name one. Christian value? Name one. Name one of the seven cardinal sins that he has not broken. How many have you broken? Name one of the seven cardinal sins that he has not broken. How many have you broken? No, that's, not, that's, that's completely irrelevant. No. How many of you? No, broken? it's completely We've irrelevant. Com- com- completely irrelevant. We're I'm not. I'm not running to be the leader of the free world, brother. I mean, you, you've, dr- you, you already, you've drank the Kool Aid, and you, you made the start at the very beginning of the conversation. You were talking over me, and nobody can hear you. I, I said we're about to get to that point. You can't talk over those, and and you just you can't do it. So, so I want you, I want you to listen. All right, you're, you're, you're gone now. I had you turned down. You just, you cannot talk over the host, Paul. You lost your chance. I said you'd have chance, but, but you can't do that. I ask a question, you come back with a non-answer. Answer the damn question. The fact is, you can't. You know I'm right. The man, and, and he's standing up and ballyhooing his Christianity, and you can't name any single value that he's shown that is Christian. I can show you just ample evidence every single day of the campaign where he does not act like a Christian if that was important to you. But that's not what it's about. It's about running America, and America is a bunch of different people with different belief sets, my brother, and it might have been founded by Christians. They might have had a Christian mindset, but you know what? It's not in the Constitution. It's not in our law. Do you understand? Do you, you either stand by the Constitution or you don't? Now, I can see why you're for Donald Trump if you don't believe the Constitution, if you don't want to stand up for it, if you don't want to stand up for freedom of speech, if you don't want to stand up for freedom of religion, if you're not man enough to stand up for somebody who doesn't believe the same way you do, if you're a big puss like Donald Trump who complains about people who are prisoners of war and victims of torture, and all he's ever done is lived on somebody else's money, then you deserve each other. You deserve each other. You're an idiot, and you're following an egomaniac, and to hell. It's not just the destruction of the GOP I care about. It is this country standing. And the fact that this clown, this huckster, this snake oil salesman, who would have me taken off the air right now, who would have me brought up on charges of treason if he were president, and I was saying this, and have me imprisoned in some black hole CIA and tortured because they, they, the Islamists do it to someone, so they might as well do it to me because I'm an enemy of the state, him being the state, of course. Yeah, let's, let's, just, let's go this way. It's, it's, he's a fascist. He is a fascist, plain and simple. He's going to achieve power. He's going to hang on to it by whatever means necessary. It's about him. It's not about the American people. And anybody who disagrees, the best thing he can say about him is you're a loser. His best friends, losers. His, 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 the people who are running against him, supposedly in the same mindset, losers. The best thing he can come up with. And, it, and nobody is ever, ever, ever going to convince me that America can, should, or will condone torture because other people do it. 
Rape is an enemy. Rape of the enemy women. That is a, that is a tactic used all the time, constantly. I mean, non-believers did it. Genghis Khan. Eight, you know, what? One out of eight people on the planet have Genghis Khan DNA in their blood because he raped so many female prisoners. Bad. It's all right then. If it's ever been used against us or against good people, then it's 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 good. Let's go. Let's get the mustard gas out. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's let's just drop to the bottom as fast as we can. Let us give up all standards. Let let us give up every single American just reason to be proud. What what? And these are the same people. American exceptionalism. Exceptional by doing what? By being what? What is Christ like about torture, Paul? What is Christ like about torture? A man who was tortured and murdered and martyred because he didn't believe the same way as the people in power. And this man has already said he will do it here. And you'll stand there and defend him, and it doesn't make any difference. Every time I make a point that stymies you, you just come back with some BS question about me. What do I have to do with anything? Did I ask you personal questions about you? We're talking about this maniac that has brainwashed people into thinking he is going to be a good leader of the world. Let me give you some real facts, real quick. Who are our biggest trading partners? Who are our most loyal friends, the Canadians? 65% of Canadian voters say they fear the prospect of Donald Trump being president. Two-thirds of Germany hate Trump, can't stand him. Who does like him? Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin thinks he's great, an outstanding and talented personality. Trump couldn't be quick enough to come back with, with more accolades for his buddy Vlad. He, does, he doesn't know for a fact that he's ever killed anybody. He's, he's always said he didn't kill anybody. If I were American, I'd vote for Donald Trump. You know who said that? Jean-Marie Le Pen, the leader of France's far-right anti-immigration party, the National Front. This is pretty much like the Klan, France's Klan anti-immigrant, anti-Muslim leader in the Netherlands, and they have a lot of reasons to be anti-Muslim in the Netherlands after the whole, you know, uh, Charlie Hebdo thing. Good for America. Good for Europe. We need brave leaders. What's brave about sitting behind a bunch of bodyguards and saying, yeah, beat him, hurt him, to a dissenting voice, a protester in the crowd? to calling reporters whose job it is to report what they see. Some of them are going to be Trump supporters themselves. Matter of fact, probably a large portion of them at this point are because he's weeded them out. But they're scum. They're the enemy. So how are you going to get your news now, Paul? Who's against him? Again, Canada, Canada's prime minister. Germany, Germany's vice chancellor. Great Britain, their prime minister. Everybody in South America. I mean, everybody that came across the border, every single immigrant, they were all rapists and murderers, every one of them. They weren't just men trying to save their families. No, rapists and murderers, brother. Some of y'all will have the cojones to come back and say that I was right if he achieves the unthinkable and becomes the president of this United States and after we the world now hates us we have no allies there is no coalition of the willing which was a joke and we go to war over personal insults that he has endured and we have Americans being tortured because they have been daring enough to speak against the president against the Donald some of you will have conas and come back and say I was wrong most of you won't, 
because you don't want to ever admit you were wrong. Here's a man who's said, who said he's never asked for forgiveness. He's never been wrong. He's never admitted he was wrong. He's never asked for forgiveness. Another sterling Christian trait there. And, and who attacks the Pope and then softens it later, which, of course, he does. Some of you will just continue to follow, and it'll be out of, I don't want to ever be wrong. I hate to admit that I'm wrong. Or, I'm scared now. I'm scared now. I better not speak out. And you'll turn narc on your neighbors. This is, this is serious stuff we're playing with. This is exactly, the scenario is set up, America is set up for somebody just like what I'm describing to take place. If it's not him, he's missing a damn good chance. Stay on the air with me. All right. It's never a good point in the rules of debate to dodge the question and to come back with an irrelevant, well, they did it, or you did it, or how about you? What, I, I, what, how do I get into it? Again, what do I say about you? I'm trying, you know, you know what would be a really, and, and yeah, Tennessee's already voted, so why are we talking about it? Because it's the topic of the day. It's the presidency of the United States of America, and there's still a lot of people out there left undecided, and they can listen to this station anywhere in the damn world, Paul. And you know what would be a very strong group, a killer lobby group, a really strong pack? Trump voters against Trump. We made a mistake. We now realize that we made a mistake, and we cast our vote for somebody who would crumple the Constitution and declare martial law and make himself an imperial dictator. Nobody chooses to become a dictatorial state. It happens because of misguided citizens who want to be able to look down on somebody and blame them for their troubles. You can cry, cry. You support cry, Trump? Cry. You're a moron. Yeah, You're wishing baby, destruction upon America. You, you are wishing upon a star that does not exist. It burned out a long time ago. An illusion? I don't know. All I know is that it scares the hell out of me. There's not an intellectual argument to be made for his candidacy. The fact that he's not a politician. Neither is the janitor over here, neither is the garbage collector over here, neither is the talk radio host over here. What difference does that make? That means he's probably going to be inept in Washington. What do you get done in Washington? You want an outsider? You think he's an outsider? You don't think he's a politician? You don't think he's a politician? With all the success he's had? He hasn't played politics? Heads in asses. Remove them. Look around. Seriously. Heads and asses. It doesn't mean I'm a Hillary supporter either. It's a terrible situation we find ourselves in. Who wants to put themselves in this situation? Somebody who's power hungry, I assume. The reason Chattanoogans are smarter than the average talk show listener. Jeff Styles on here. Two years ago, that day, he was on it. When I found the flash drive and I was going through it, it was labeled AA, therefore to be at the top of the list. Styles, Trump, gold. And uh, it was good. That day he was on it, I, I remember it. It zapped me back to that day. I remember just being so excited. So excited that Jeff was being Jeff. It was great. It was great. And it was such a pleasure to work with that man. Well, no, actually it was a disaster sometimes and I wanted to punch him in the face. But it was an honor to work with him. 
We'll conclude this segment coming up next on the Stone on Air podcast. And I Show the Stone on Air podcast, the weekly dose. Early this week on the 3rd of July, it's your midweek download destination. Thousands of people check in each week, and I appreciate you finding the show. Google Podcasts, check it out. Regardless of what app you're using to listen to podcasts, give Google Podcasts a look. It's the best looking one by far in my mind. Now, they all do the same thing, so use whatever you want, but... For me, Google Podcast is my jam, bro. This is a song called uh, Nostalgia by a band called Cracker, one of my favorites of all time. So I'm going to put the wraps on the show here in a second. I'm going to give that final segment of Jeff Styles from two years ago. One more caller putting on the kind of the tail end, the wrapping up of that 25-minute or so stretch from a random show I found on a flash drive from two years ago after Don Trump had been, I don't know if they, they hadn't gone to the convention yet, so it wasn't made official, but he had won enough states in the primaries to be the GOP candidate. And at that point, things started to get really interesting for the rest of the year. And it uh, hadn't really slowed down since. It's, a very, it is, it's fascinating, you know, two years out, to, to listen to Jeff and those interactions from organic phone calls as a campaign was building and to where we are now. And really, it's it, other than the verbiage talking about how, you know, is he's not president yet or if he becomes president or these kinds of things, take those little pieces out it sounds like a conversation you could have had yesterday whether you agree or not is not the point the conclusion of the podcast is right now with jeff styles on learn more about this by going to the website of the day the video of the day is going to be a stephen colbert produced john oliver's show where john oliver moderates a debate trump versus trump Go look at his own comments as he reverses his own stance again and again and again and again and again. Daddy's done turned salty. Baby, you've made him so. Now, everybody says, well, he's, un- he's unbought. He's only taking, you know, unsolicited contributions from supporters. Um, Trump's website has two different buttons where people can click to donate. If you ask for someone's credit card expiration date to receive money, that's not unsolicited, folks. And uh, he also said, what, I've only given my campaign a, a quarter of a million dollars. 
actually, he loaned the campaign $17.5 million, but he can pay himself back later this year with campaign funds that he raises from others. So he doesn't really count that. That's not really a gift. That was just a short-term loan. And none of his, none of his businesses failed. Actually, the Trump shuttle failed. East Coast Air Service, Trump University is being sued for right now. Mortgage company, right as the housing bubble burst in 2006. If I put my name on something, you know it's going to be good. Okay. That list is long. Okay. Um, have at it. Heads and asses, time to have them removed. If you have to go to a surgeon to have it done, um, hopefully you've got decent insurance and because uh, it, it needs desperately to happen. Um, There's a provision in Obamacare that removes heads from asses. They, and, so. I was, and you know what? And actually, yeah, and this is one of those rare things where the copay is you can do it in barter, like you can give them a chicken. Um, there, there's um, the website. The video of the day is the John Oliver thing. The website of the day, and this is all thank you to Riverside Wine and Spirits, Riverside Wine and Spirits, Riverside Wine and Spirits, under the old Jetty Bridge on Manufacturer's Road. Go down there and get you something good to drink away your troubles or to forget your pain or to celebrate the good luck that America's having by, you know, putting this absolute egomaniac in full power of the nation's most powerful military um, and sort of secret undercover operatives. Y'all did notice that you did see the news about the U.S., flying drones over U.S. territory dozens and dozens of times over the last decade. I think that might increase under a paranoid, I mean, seriously, seriously affected by an inferiority complex that he cannot overcome. He can't be successful enough to say, that's okay, I've done it now. Person, you think, you think those might get stepped up a little bit? Damn the Constitution. We're at war. Bob, good morning to you. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, I'm not a Trump supporter at all. I didn't vote for him. But, you know, if the fact of the matter is, in all likelihood, it seems to me now, it's going to come down to Trump or Hillary Clinton. Yes. And I can, I guarantee you, I can go on a tirade that equals or exceeds what you just did on Trump on Hillary. Okay. And I can guarantee you that I can come up with a debate with Hillary on Hillary, and you want to talk about, you know, all the way back to the Clinton years when the first thing they did when they walked in office was get the FBI files on all their political opponents. Yep. You know, Whitewater was, they bankrupted and taken money from people. Yep. The truth is, I don't think you can run for that position without being an egomaniac. There's a and tremendous amount of truth you know, to that. And I also think that, you know, I have heard the same, you know, that everybody since Clinton, I've heard whichever party was in opposition saying well, they're going to declare martial law and not leave. But this isn't a party. This is me. And I'm telling you, yeah. I, you could do that with Clinton if you want to, do. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, I, I, I get myself, my, I get on my heart medicine before I get rolling with Hillary. Well, now, she is, to me, she is an absolute abomination, and I'd vote for a chimpanzee before I'd vote for her. I, I think uh, it is going to be the lesser you know, two evils. I, I think she'll, she'll be that, and I hope that we're not, that's not what it comes down to. I think it's pretty clear that is what it's going to come down to, but I don't. I don't think she's a lesser of two evils. But I don't. And I, like I said, I, it's a hold your nose thing. But I, I don't think there's anything you just Trump that I couldn't say about. I mean, yeah. look at every. I mean, she's voted in just since she was a senator. She was for the trade agreement. Now she's against the trade agreement. Who is the one that put a lot of these trade agreements in place? 
and she rallied for them, and now she's opposed to them. And, I mean, it's just and, all over the board is whatever. Don, now, keep in mind, though, Donald Trump matches her in that exact same role and that exact same topic. And he That's said, what I'm saying. I, I agree. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know how do you... I, I just that he's good. I'm just telling you, she's no better. I just I haven't heard her say that I will I will you know basically ignore the Constitution to win the battle that I have to win. Um, she well, she is sneaky. She's underhanded. She's also power hungry. She uh, she does lack um, she's, she's certain civility. I mean, I've heard her say we should take away defund any scientist that doesn't agree with what the prevailing wisdom is, which is exactly opposite of what science is. But I have heard her say that. You know, defund anybody who doesn't agree in global warming. You know, well, whether science ain't supposed to agree or disagree. Well, exactly. Facts. Well, that's not what she said. Well, I've, I don't even I don't know that I've actually heard Trump's opinion on global warming, but the GOP, the hardcore right wing, I mean, doesn't believe in science at all. All scientists are wrong, whether they're on no, government dole or not. I disagree. I don't believe that. But I also don't believe that the left anything science. You don't come up with an idea and say find the science that supports this that's and I think that's what the left does that's exactly so, what the that's exactly what the anti-global warming or global climate change people have been doing well in my mind i hear the left doing that saying defund any scientist yeah. that does I, not concur forget the scientists and just say. talk to the farmers talk to the fishermen i mean just i mean they're they're shipping snow to, to so they can have the iditarod it's snowing in New Mexico. The climate is changing. Every bit, and it has yes. changed since the Earth existed. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There, no. At one point, there were glaciers where we are now. So but we the, know the Earth. The only question is whether man has is contributing. But right? but That's, but Ted Cruz will tell you that there is no such thing as climate change. He he's not a reasonable person like you. You know, I'll well, say I'll take that all day long. If you tell me that you know it's happening, but then we can debate about the man-made causes, then we can right. still continue to talk. Uh, you, you are an idiot if you say the climate doesn't change, but yeah. you are equally an idiot if you say that there has ever been a period that the climate has not changed. No, but long it, before man ever existed, the, the climate was changing. The, the the pace that it's happening and. Uh, the head in the sand attitude about it, the effects it's going to have on us. The world will survive. We may not. I'd, right. I, 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 I'd say that we ought to go. I know this. If you, again, if you take science, and most scientists will say the Earth is how many years? Billions and billions of years old? Uh, universe is six billion. The Earth is about a billion and a half. Okay, a billion and a half. And we only have accurate temperature numbers for 18, 1880s. Okay, 150 years. Yeah. So 150 year timeline on a billion and a half years is the equivalent of a looking, looking, blinking your eye and looking at the weather and telling you what the climate is. Um, and, and, and we can argue about you know the absolute, almost impossibility of being struck by lightning. But while you're being fried by lightning, me telling you this is not going to be helping you a whole lot. Um, exactly. And I mean, you know, I'm telling you, I'm, I didn't, even, I didn't want to get in global warming. I'm just telling you. Hillary Clinton is as big a hypocrite, power-hungry human being as ever existed in she, my mind. She and is, Trump is no different. She so is I don't know. You all know, those things. You may hold your nose and vote one way, and I'll vote the other, but it ain't going to be a good choice either way. I'll, be I'll, I'll agree with you that she has those things, but just I don't think she has it in her, in her actual design to become a, a, a one-person government that her word will carry with it the weight of law, and she will destroy all opponents inside the country, and she will turn all of the world into opponents outside the country and get away with it and win. And that's what I do think Donald Trump says. Says. Uh, 
he may say it, he won't do it any more than the left. Uh, in my mind, the way the left, uh, you know, it, just like, you know, to me, what you, you know, you say, I wish you'd get people would get their head out of their ear and, and evaluate and say this isn't working and so forth. Well, to me, you could say the exact same thing about what we've tried to do for the last 70 years in the war on poverty. You know, get your head out of your rear end and figure out that we've spent trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, and we have... Has it worked? We have more poverty now than we did when we started. Has it worked? I, 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 what are we doing? Thank you. you know? Thank you, Bob. Thank you very much. That's a conversation, y'all. Did y'all see how that worked? Yeah, that was actually nice. I'm going to follow, uh, come, uh, deliver on the tease from an hour ago from Donald Trump last night. The best interview I've seen with him yet, and then the one clip that And a quick commercial break, and we do change gears after that. And these debates, to me, are getting very boring, if you want to know the truth. That was the best thing he's ever said. And these debates, to me, are getting very boring, if you want to know the truth. Well, yeah, they are, because you've already got it locked can, can up. Can you imagine any other politician in the history of the election cycle saying yeah. that these debates are getting boring? And these yeah. debates, to me, are getting very boring, oh, if because, you want to yeah. know the truth. I mean, he's, he's got a lot to All he can do is hurt himself now. I mean, how, I don't know. Uh, but um, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that he How, can. I don't know, but, I mean, that's it. I mean, he's certainly, there's no, there's no other points to be made. And these debates, to me, are getting very boring, if it, you want to know the has truth. Has anybody not made up their mind? Is anybody out there actually on the fence? That'd be the only, I mean, I've got, I've got a guest that's coming in, and the only call I'll take on politics will be somebody who has not yet made up their mind about Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton and which one they would support if it comes down to that. I think the Republican convention is going to be a train wreck. I think it's going to be brokered. I think the GOP is dead. This entire thing and is I a think disaster. That, I think disaster! That, uh, it's just, yeah, it is. It is. But, I mean, when uh, it's just the horrific nature. You cannot find quotes from Hillary. I can promise you. You can go on a head explosion. You can find all kinds of evidence of hypocrisy. I, the whole thing. Oh, here are the papers. Here's those papers everybody's been looking for for two and a half years. They were just on this kitchen table. I mean, come on now. Um, just absolute ridiculous. I do, it doesn't mean I like her. It just means he scares the living bejesus out of me. I want America to be great now. It already Again, and stay in the future. I want to be great. And you don't do it by going down and by taking your, your standards and lessening them and weakening them and saying we're pro-torture, we're pro-nuclear you know nuclear annihilation, preemptive strike against somebody that we don't like. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll pick out a little somebody we don't like that doesn't have a big brother that might come after us just to make sure that they work first, which is, you know, pretty much the way it'll go. And there you go, Jeff Stiles, the only place you could hear it in the city of Chattanooga or in the entire world, for that matter, is this podcast. I think I have enough material to give you another podcast of jeff styles i'm not entirely sure robert t nash i will have lots of material coming up from him in the next couple of weeks so stay tuned for that but here's what i'm going to say brian to the scumulous i mean cumulus radio station the uh the parent company of here's the only way you cost i dare you i dare you i double dog dare you to fire Jeff. Fire Jeff Styles so I can get him in my possession and his intellectual property in my brand. Do it. I I dare you to to fire Jeff Styles. We'll start the hashtag. Fire Jeff Styles. Your company is already in ruin. It'll be in complete ruin if you do that. Give me access to Jeff. Me and Jeff will take over this town. We'll take all your advertisers. 
New media is real. Let your ego take over. Let your ego think that you're more important and you're bigger than the flagship. Do it. Do it, scumulus. I mean, cumulus. Do it. Here, no, we don't wait there. I dare you. Do it. Fire Jeff Styles and do it right now. I might have just saved your job, Jeff. <laughs> I might have just saved your job. But then you'll have to go back for working for gutless, spineless cowards. Hey, but I'm just bitter guy, right? I got to go. Y'all take care. This has been fun. And if you think it's a throwaway, you know, kind of mailed in thing, going through all this audio is a hell of a lot harder than just sitting here talking to a microphone. But um, I enjoy good content. I believe this was good content. I thank you for being here. If you're a new listener, how you found the show, however you did it, your best bet is to download it through a podcasting app. Ask your kids. They might be able to help you how to do it. We do it every single week. And in the future, maybe it'll be every single day. All, all scumulous, I mean, cumulus has to do is fire Jeff Styles, and you never know what might happen. I dare you. Come on. Do it. Do it, cumulus. Do it. Fire him. Hashtag fire Jeff. I got to go back. Just the